yesterday, I was really, well, a few days we've been thinking about this, and I, as I was talking about prayer and fasting and looking at the Matthew passage, I was led to Isaiah 58, and this is um, a different version, so what most of our Bibles will be, but I think it brings it into the everyday language that makes it easy to understand, and it kind of leads on from everything we've been speaking about this morning as well. So it's Isaiah 58, to shout the message, don't hold back, say to my people Israel, you've sinned, you've turned against the Lord. Day after day you worship him, and you seem eager to learn his teachings, you act like a nation that wants to do right by obeying his laws. And you ask him about justice and say that you enjoy worshipping the Lord. You wonder why the Lord pays no attention when you go without eating and act humble. But on the same days that you give up eating, you think only of yourselves. You abuse your workers. You even get angry and ready to fight. No wonder God won't listen to your prayers. Do you think the Lord wants you to give up eating and act as humble as a bent over bush? Or to dress in sackcloth and sit in ashes? Is this really what he wants on a day of worship? I'll tell you what it really means to worship the Lord. Remove the chains of prisoners who are chained unjustly. Free those who are abused. Share your food with everyone who's hungry. Share your home with the poor and homeless. Give clothes to those in need and don't turn away from your relatives. Then your light will shine like the dawning sun and you will be quickly healed. Your honesty will protect you as you advance and the glory of the Lord will defend you from behind. When you beg the Lord for help, he will answer, here I am. So it just really felt as a challenge for us. It's like we can go through the motions of coming to church, of praying, of reading our Bible every day, even of praying and fasting. But if our heart's not right, like we've been talking about for the last few weeks, it's the state of your heart and the, the, not just the act of worship or the acts of doing the right things and even, like it says, obeying the law or seeming to do the right stuff. It's actually, how is that outworked in your life? That's more important, really, and that gets to the heart of the issue, to um, what God's saying. Great. So what, what I just wanted to add a couple of things onto that. So I think the, the encouragement, for me, cause it can, those words can, depending on how we read them and how we... How we're feeling that they can lead as an encouragement, or they can land as a, a bit of a chastisement, can't they? And we can feel terrible, like, oh no, I'm like, you know, I'm done for. And uh, I think we normally ask four questions of Scripture when we read it, don't we? What's it say about God? What's it say about us? Is God promising us something? Is He commanding us to do something? And I think that the amazing th- what I take from this, with my kind of positive lens on it, is that. God wants us to really press in and serve those around us because there's a, re- a reward in that. that we're not just for us because that would be selfish, but actually there's a sense of the promise of transformation, of God being with us, of God hearing us. Kind of the fasting is irrelevant. God, it's not because you've got to hear me, but it's like fasting itself isn't the key because if it's done with a wrong heart, it's useless. Like in the Old Testament, you know, circumcision like guys I know it makes us all go a bit like that but circumcision when it's not done for the right purpose is just like Paul literally says you might as well chop the whole lot off it's pointless you're emasculating it just doesn't work it's about circumcision of the heart and so what God's dealing with here is is, is fasting is about a yearning see a yearning can you move out of the way just so I think you're blocking the signal that's it a yearning to 
to meet God on a deeper level, to be more like him. Because when I hear those things about serving people who are in the greatest need, releasing prisoners, people who are being abused, I think, wow, that's really messy. My life's difficult enough as it is. That's a lot to take on. Cool, how am I going to do that? And I almost discount myself. Well, that's just for the social justice warriors amongst us. They can do that. And we'll, we'll pay them and release them to do it. But actually, this, God's talking to the nation. All of us. We are Israel. Metaphorically speaking, he's talking to all of us. Saying, guys, I'm not in, in, interested in, in hollow rituals. I'm after your hearts. And when I've got them, you're going to see amazing blessings. And that for me is the encouragement, like, wow, my heart really isn't there. So Jesus, your promise is you want to do something in my heart to make me more like you. And I want that. Because I don't want more of what I've already got. Does that sound okay? Does that resonate with anyone? Are you thinking, yeah, I'm a bit like Gordon? Or are you like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm like, I've, got, I've got the heart of Christ. And so we want to just talk into that a little bit this morning. Explain what we're doing next week. Uh, as we kind of press into to this stuff. So do you want to, what are we doing next week? Do you want to cover the five things that we're covering? We gave them titles, didn't we? Did you make a note of them? Well, I don't think they all had titles. No, just the <laughs> but, emphasis of what we're yeah, doing. There will be something every day um, yeah, to engage in. We'll do it on the WhatsApp group. It, um, so it'll be shared on there so every day we'll post something on there whether it's a video or something to read or something to ponder on and on Thursday we will get together via Zoom um, to pray together and that one particularly will be praying for our town but there's a few different stages there's going to be some like personal stuff that we're going to encourage you to do just like we've been has come up this morning about having the right heart before God about worshipping Him in spirit and in truth and um yeah, and then we're going to pray for our town and then pray beyond ourselves will be on Friday and Sunday we'll all get together and see what God has spoken to us all about. So it'll be great through the week. Please give us your feedback. Please tell us how God's speaking to you, even if you think it's a silly little thing or a word or a verse or whatever. Just like God will speak to you as you humble yourself before him. Yeah, the nature of some of the things that we're going to be praying for may be sensitive. Um, some of it won't be but that, so we're not going to be pumping it out on the website and Facebook uh, just because then that way if people have got any thoughts or comments we really want you to use the WhatsApp group or the, the new one the Hope Hub that's just sort of starting we've got a few people on there now um, use those vehicles as a means of communicating anything so when you're praying what do you feel like God's saying like this morning as we've worshipped and prayed a few of us have had a sense of wanting to contribute by saying oh I feel like God might be saying this like all feel liberty to that we have all been given as our inheritance as believers in Jesus the gift of the spirit that we might dream dreams and prophesy and speak words of encouragement to one another let's not be empty or broken wells that haven't you know we've just not anything, got anything to give as we press in in prayer let's be sharing that stuff even if you think it's silly you know, you might just say, I've got a colour, yellow. You know, just put that. Like someone might say, oh, I've just seen a picture of a banana. Oh, great. You know, and like, I know it's a bit of a silly example, but these things build on, yeah. Yeah, and equally, if anything crops up and you think, oh, that hurts a little bit, I don't really know what to do with that, then please don't, like, deal with that on your own. We are a family. Um, if there's, pray about it and see if there's someone that you should ring or catch up with or ring me. Gordon probably won't have signal where he is. Yeah, yeah me and Adam will <laughs> but, um, be on, But yeah, don't, don't feel that you've got to carry some of this stuff on your own. If you think, 
oh, actually, that's a bit painful, that's a bit difficult, I don't really know where to go from there, then just reach out to someone because we all want the best for each other. We all love one another. We are a family and we're doing this together. Yeah, so each, each day is going to have a slightly different theme. We're going to start off glorifying God on the Monday. On the Tuesday, it's about you and your household. So you'll be praying really for anything that's going on in your own heart or your own life just really concerning you. You're like, let's deal with that stuff before God. And then it slowly moves outwards, like at a slightly larger sort of concentric circles, I guess. And, uh, and then we end up praying for the town and things like that. And on the Sunday, we're really going to have a bit of an open mic time where we can hear back any encouragements, anything that's been posted up. Um, and so it'd be really good just to feed that stuff back in the group, make use of it. Uh, really, what we want to encourage you is, is in regards to the fasting. I don't know if you wanted to say anything about fasting in a minute, but is are you able to intentionally set a little bit aside, time aside? So it might be if you have a regular morning coffee, uh, you might say, actually, you know what, on the Tuesday I'm not going to do that and I'm going to set aside that 20 minutes or half hour that I normally make the coffee and sit down in the, you know, in this particular chair that I sit in or however you do that. And I'm just going to dedicate that time to, to go a bit deeper with God than I would do normally because maybe I might pray the five minutes at the end of that time. It might be that you fast your whole lunch time every day of the week. Wow, that would be amazing. You might say, oh, actually, I fasted before. I'm going to fast a whole day. Like, I could do a Friday. I've got a day off on a Friday. So I'm going to fast breakfast and lunch, and then on, in the evening I'm going to break the fast. And, uh, and that's going to be amazing. We're not really fussed about what you do or how you do it. It's more that intention of the heart of I want to go deeper with God. And so I'm making a sacrifice of something that I could do so that I can do something else for, for a different time. Not for what I can get out of it. But actually, I want to sacrifice something almost on the altar of prayer to press into God a little bit more intentionally. You're not expecting to get anything out of it. Um, but it says that in that verse, doesn't it? We've prayed, we've not heard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So praying and fasting isn't just to basically go to God and say, give me what I want. It's like what a little child does, isn't it? Give me what I want, give me what I want. And But God knows what we actually need. And um, as you mentioned, sacrifice in Proverbs, this is a verse that cropped up for me this morning. And it says, um, I think it's David speaking. It says, you will not delight in sacrifice or I'd give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. So God wants sincerity. And that's what we're encouraging you today. So prayer and fasting, it's not just, oh, I've got to do it because the church is doing it. And Gordon and Natalie have asked me to. Actually, um, it's about humbling yourself before God, ask, inviting him into your life. Like Gordon said, like, Gordon often doesn't eat until like dinner time or lunchtime. That's not a fast. He just you know, can't be bothered to make a sandwich when he's at home it, working. It's abject laziness, really. <laughs> or, no, Natalie's not here. I'm not going to eat. Woe is me. Yeah, yeah, but that's not fasting, is it? That's just... That's just not, not eating. And I think that, that is, fasting is with the purpose of getting closer to God and um, being humble to him. It's not about even feeling closer to God. You know, you might think, oh, I don't feel anything. What was the point of doing that? Actually, maybe that's God showing you that actually is, you're expecting something and it is, you're doing it about you rather than to, to gain something from God we want to hear from God we want to know where he wants this church to be we want to know what he's going to do in this town and God's spoken so much over this town he's spoken about a place in the high street hasn't he about um, prayer on the high street and now that the, there's a church that's got a gazebo on a Friday in the marketplace 
to pray with people on the high street. How awesome is that? And God spoke to us about it, and it's happened. It's like, it might not be our church this evening. That's okay. It's happening. God's talking to his people as a whole. And we want to hear, continue to hear what God is going to do in this town and to see it happening. I mean, isn't that incredible? I think you'd asked when we first moved about doing that, and they said no. Yeah, yeah. So uh, many of you, you, most of you have read the Bible a little bit. You might have heard the story of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king. Um, he wasn't an architect. He certainly wasn't a builder. Uh, he, was, he, he would carry the king's drinks to him. <laughs> no, not particularly qualified. Yeah, and he would drink them. And if they were poisoned, then that would be the last of his job. That would be his P45. He would be dead. And, uh, and, and God calls him to go back to Israel and to rebuild the broken down wall of Jerusalem. And I really feel like what, there, there's been this recurring theme for us as a church plant prophetically for, for the last three years uh, of us building part of the wall here. Uh, not being responsible like Nehemiah for what, you know, we're here to be the architects. And we're going to fix it all for all the other churches. We'll show you how it's done. Well, how arrogant is that? Churches that have been here for centuries in some cases. God's answer to everything is now here in Sittingbourne. We could think like that, couldn't we? Like, I've changed the way we talk about the church plant. We're here to plant a New Testament church. All the other church leaders are like, well, what are we doing then? Yeah, how arrogant is that? We're here, the New Testament church is here. All of you apostate church you, you know just like really really bad and so we're here to make disciples that's what we it's what Jesus told us to do the great commandment we're here to make disciples but this thing of like God's been speaking to us continually about some things and so when Holy when I was chatting with Chris from Holy Trinity some of you will know him and he was like oh guess what we're really far along we've got a permission to run a, a, a stall on the market I was like that's amazing God was speaking to me during lockdown or us as a church about it and we were getting really excited about it we're not in competition. We're not like two, like McDonald's and Burger King. Like, oh no, now they've got the shop on the high street. Oh, how terrible. Like, now we'll do something grander and bigger, just opposite. And ours will look better and brighter. And, you know, like, it's not what we're about. And so it's really exciting that God's spoken to us. Because we were able to say, you know what? God's spoken to us about the very same thing. This is amazing. Maybe we might partner with you. They're really up for that. But the other thing is, well, there's other holes in the wall so we know what we don't have to build this bit now because someone else is stationed there and they're giving themselves obediently to doing that bit so now we're like god is there another gap or would you have us help another brother or sister on what they might be the food bank it might be cap debt center could be this sort of gazebo on the high street so we're just like god where would you have us work where would you have us labor what do we give ourselves wholeheartedly to and we think in this season god's gonna give us a little bit of, of an extra nudge almost like move that sort of say it a little bit and then boom do you want to write it? maybe you should pray yeah yeah I was just going to off the back of you saying about disciples we're here to make disciples the fact that you're sitting in this room this morning makes you a disciple Um, or if you're listening online or whatever it makes you a disciple because you're desiring to know who God is and get closer to him so we'd really encourage you to engage in this in whatever way you can whether it's like do you know what I don't really know how to do any of this maybe I'll just ring someone and pray with them on the phone maybe that's a that's a step forward for you or actually I don't know if I can fast a whole day maybe I'll just won't have breakfast one day Um, I'm going to be working so I can't fast a week and that would be irresponsible of me I think um, some of you might have medical conditions that means you know food and stuff so just do what you're able to there's no judgment there's no expectation just because if you miss the most food doesn't make you the best Christian yeah. 
And, and ideally, if you can do food, brilliant. I think there is something about that. But for some of you, like, I don't know about who's got an iPhone. Put your hand up if you've got an iPhone. It's got that thing called screen time on it, isn't it? Like right now, you can have a little look at your screen time. You've got permission. It's an instruction. Look on your phone. Um, I, I almost like passed out the other day when I saw how much time I spend every day on my phone. Picking it up. It tells you how long it's dormant for. I was like, oh my, this is really, really bad. I've got a, I've got a problem. Um, so for me, like a legitimate fast would be, you know what, I'm going to lock my phone up in the wardrobe or something, I'm going to hide it under the bed, and I'm just going to, I might go cold turkey, but I'm going to have a bit of time for an hour or two where I'm just going to really press in, because that, that is an issue. Yeah, Adam's got a problem as well. Like, <laughs> next week, we are going to be weeping and wailing and gnashing our teeth, because there's no Wi-Fi, nothing. Maybe we, we, we make a pact. We're going to put our phones in the glove box of the car, and we're just going to give the keys to the people at the retreat. We're not, like, I'll get the shakes and everything. It's going to be bad. But, but for some of you, that might, that's a legitimate thing. Like, get, this, the fasting's about the heart. I want to get rid of distractions in this week. It's going to be easy for, easier for me and Adam because we've got this time set aside. But for some of you, you might think, you know what, I, of an evening, I just watch, I love EastEnders. I'm going to get rid of EastEnders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Sue or is that for you? Yeah. <laughs> Needs prayer. Yeah. yeah, it needs prayer. But, but, but you, get, you get what I'm saying. You get what we're saying. It's about the heart saying, I'm so distracted. I see it. Like, for me on the phone, I see I'm so distracted. I'm just going to move that aside. And actually, I, doing that is like a sacrifice. It's like coming to the altar and saying, God, would you do something with me? So all that, as much as we're praying for all this stuff beyond ourselves over the days, the main thing is, God, would you deal with me? I want to come out of this week just a little bit sharper, like a knife or a sword being refined in the, in the, like the craftsman's hand. And imagine a whole church where we're all just a little bit sharper, all just hearing a little bit clearer from God, all just feeling a little bit more drawn together. Although we can't all meet together in houses as easily, over this week, like maybe you might want to ring, Teresa might ring, I don't know, like jit out one Tuesday night and just say, can we pray for 10 minutes on the phone? Like you could do that. It's a great way. If you can't pray on your own, Text someone, could I ring you for half hour? Well, let's, let's just pray. Let's meet up for coffee and we'll pray. Like, be really creative. I'd love to hear what sort of things you're doing. That will encourage others. So use that group. We might spark one another into, you know, spur one another on onto good works. There's that encouragement, isn't there? Use your, you might think, oh, everyone will think of that. We, we won't. Like, we're, you know, we need to help one another in this. So we're really excited about it. We think it's going to be great. Uh, if you're working all week and you're massively overstretched, just do what you can. Don't feel bad. Like, you know, some of us have been able to set some time aside. Others of you, it might literally be like an arrow, one minute prayer on the way to work. God sees it. He knows your heart. Now, if you're doing that out of like, like with me, with not eating out of laziness, I can't be bothered. So just have a little, like, if you're in a family, ask someone in your family, what could I give up this week? What could I, that, straight away, Natalie will be like, right, YouTube, get rid of that. You know, massive distraction. <laughs> Other people will be able to tell you what you can't see yourself. because Office, we're all, come out of yeah, the office. Yeah, the office, my shell. It's like I'm a cocooned in the office. But do you get what we're saying? I probably don't need to bang the drum anymore. Like, and encourage one another in your houses or in your streets to do that. Yeah, so I think this week's going to be a recalibration, like we said, and about the, the boat. So I was just thinking as Gordon was talking there about basically um, aligning ourselves with God and stuff. So imagine like one boat doing that, setting their sail to the wind. Then imagine all of us doing that. Can you imagine that? Like a fleet, a fleet. Of ships, I just had that word. Ships, a, fleet. a fleet of ships yeah. going in the same direction. 
that is a beautiful sight to behold and that is purposeful yeah exciting so can we just pray pray for one another like you might immediately be thinking oh flip this is deep end I don't know what to do with this um, share that if you feel comfortable on your table just pray for one another like, I just don't know where I'm going to find the time or you know what every time I come and pray my heart's so flat please pray for me I want my heart to come alive all these are legitimate things we're not bad people I, I'm like that a lot I'm meant to be leading the church plant you know like distractions I'll sit down in prayer and then all of a sudden my mind's like think of this think of that the Cholton score oh have we signed anyone oh what about this what about oh what am I going to have for dinner tonight you know like I've spent 20 minutes just bouncing around my own head I haven't been praying we all struggle with the same things it's not uncommon so let's pray for one another we'll do that for a few minutes okay yeah we'll wrap it up great